0: A table of fables. Attention! The following episode may contain scatological content and may not be appropriate for older listeners. From the constellations To the oceans All the nations All our notions It makes a story A million stories See the stories. Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Table of Fables podcast. I am James Funny Hat. I am your fabulist, and I have a very nice hat today. Today I'm wearing my sports hat. And my sports hat, of course. Is not really funny, it just has sports equipment on it. It has a tennis ball, a soccer ball, it has a baseball glove, it has a shoelace from a soccer cleat, and it has a hockey puck. So, not a funny hat today, just a sports hat. Well, thank you for tuning in. This episode today is supported by Jemima, and also by Amira. lives in Toronto. Thank you very much for supporting the show. If you would like to support the show, you can, and you can find out how to do so by looking on my website, which is jamesfunnyhat.com. You can also support the show by telling your friends and telling your parents' friends and following it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. So there is some mail to read and you can send me an email to james at jamesfunnyhat.com and I can answer your question or read out your comments on the show too. This is a question from Avery who lives in Yellowknife, Northwest Territories. Dear James Funnyhat, what color is the story bell? Well, thank you for your question, Avery. The answer is that the story bell is blue. There is another question, and this is from Jaden in Saint John's, Newfoundland. Dear James, funny hat. My favorite food is jalapeno peppers. Do you like them too, from Jaden? Well, thanks for the question, Jaden. I don't think I've ever tried one, so I'll have to go and get one. Now, if you'll excuse me, what I'll do is I'll have to press pause, and then I'll get a jalapeno pepper, and I'll come back. Now, how do you push pause? Uh, Oh, this red button right here, I'll push it. Okay, I am back. I am back, Jaden. I am back, everyone. And I've got a jalapeno pepper because I went out to the store and I found one and I found that it's not a jalapeno pepper it's a jalapeno pepper and the lady at the store she's told me that they're very spicy but I said how spicy could they be it's Jaden's favorite food and Jaden's just a kid how spicy could it be so I'm going to try one of these Jalapeno peppers—they look really good, nice and green. So here it is, and I'll have a. <laughs> 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 <inaudible> okay, um, Jaden, that's a. Um, e- excuse me, I, I gotta push. I need some water. I gotta push. Pause again. I gotta push. <sighs> wow, Jaden, ha, huh, that was. Really spicy. That's your favorite food? Wow. Uh, well, they're they're pretty good, but I did find them uh, pretty spicy. But they were they were good. So thank you for your message, Jaden. Whoa. <sighs> Do any of you guys like jalapeno peppers? That was spicy. Whoa. Okay. Well, today we have a story that when you hear it, you're probably gonna say. That's not real. And you're probably going to say that because there are people in the story who really should notice something because it's right in front of their eyes, but they don't notice. But you know what? Do you notice everything? No one notices everything. You might think you just open your eyes and see everything, but you don't. Not just you. That's how everyone is. We only see pretty much what we're looking for, so it's really important to look for the right things. There are probably all kinds of things in your house that I bet you never noticed before even though they've been right in front of you all the time. Try and find something right now. I'll wait and you try to find something. Ready? Go! Did you find something? If you look hard enough, I'm sure you will find lots of things. And I am going to tell you something that I bet you didn't notice that is one of the most important things in your house. It's so important that if it wasn't in your house, you probably wouldn't even want to live there. Here's how you find it. What you do is you go to a sink, the kitchen sink or the bathroom sink, and you look underneath. Underneath, there is a pipe. It's maybe silver, or it's maybe black, and it's about the thickness of your wrist. And that pipe has a big bend in it in the shape of a U. That pipe is called the drain trap, and I'll tell you what it does. If you were the size of a grape, and you wondered, where did that glass of water go that I just poured down the sink? Well... You could jump down the sink because you're the size of a grape and you could swim down and what you would find out is that you would go through that pipe and then you would go to a bigger pipe that's also in your house. Then that pipe would be connected to another pipe that goes right underneath your house or your apartment building if you live in a big apartment building and that pipe goes into a bigger pipe that is under the road in your city or in your town. That big pipe that goes under the road is full of everything that everyone in your whole city or in your whole town poured down the drain or flushed down the toilet. And you know what people flush down the toilet, right? Yeah. Not very nice stuff. Stinky stuff. Well, All of the smell from all of the you-know-what that people flush down the toilet has a smell that would come right through those pipes and right into your house. But because you have that drain trap, that little curvy pipe, there's some water in there that stops all the smells from coming up. So in your house... It probably smells really nice and doesn't smell like all the stuff that people flush down their toilets. So, that little thing is one of the most important things in your whole house. The drain trap. Now that you know about the drain trap, you're probably never going to be able to look under a sink again the same way because you'll think... Hmm, I'm really glad that U-shaped pipe is there, because if it wasn't there, my house would be very... STINKY. Anyways, we're going to have the story very soon, and you'll hear the story bell. When you hear the story bell, put your hands up in the air. When you can't hear it anymore, put your hands down, and then the story will begin. And just to make sure we're ready... Let's take a deep breath, and breathe out, and breathe all the way in, and all the way out, and all the way in, and all the way out. Here comes the bell. There was a vast herd of wild horses that roamed through the plains and valleys from the heights of the mountains to the shores of the seas. They moved as one and fought as one. When the herd passed, the sound of their hooves echoed like thunder all over the land. The horses looked the same shiny coats of chestnut brown, black tails, and black manes flowing in the wind. They looked so similar that they couldn't even tell each other apart. Which was fine with them, because each horse thought of itself as one of the herd and had no need for names. All year long, through the thick winter snows and under the hot summer sun, jumped together, ate together, and drank together as one. When it was time to move from one pasture to another, they would scan the fields for the beautiful brown coats, shiny black manes and tails of their kin. When they saw that all the herd had returned, they would stand in formation. And then, with a great... They would all run together, the epic glory of hooves pounding on the land. One of the herd, though, was different. That was because he didn't exist. He was not real, but only imaginary. His name was Arbez, and he was the same size as the others had hooves like the others, a mane, two big eyes looking around on each side just like the others, a tail. But his mane was not a shiny chestnut brown. It was black with white stripes, though it could have been white with black stripes. Arbez knew he was only imaginary because the other horses couldn't see him. When the herd was set to move on from one pasture to another and scan the countryside as they always did to see if any horses were left behind, they never, ever saw him. They always left without Arbez because they couldn't see him, because he was only imaginary. And Arbez always trailed far behind. One day, Arbez began to wonder exactly how imaginary he was. As the herd was grazing in the grass one day, he stood right in front of them and shouted, Guys, I'm here. Can you see me? The herd all looked around to see who was calling. They looked around as Arbez waved at them. Who's saying that? Where's that sound coming from? They would say. Arbez shouted again. Guys, I'm here. Can you see me? Where's that sound coming from? Arbez thought, They can hear my voice. They just can't see me. Maybe just my voice is real. Another day, the herd was drinking at a river. Arbez thought to himself that if his hooves were real, that he could move the water and the other horses would see. He walked up to one of the horses and splashed water in her face. That's strange, said the horse looking around. The river just splashed me. My hooves are real too, thought Arbez. But they still can't see me. Can anyone see me? He galloped through the water, kicking and splashing all the horses. Ah! The river is attacking us! The river is attacking us! said the horses, and they ran off. Arbez thought, Hmm, my hooves seem to be real too. He wondered if his weight was real. As one of the horses was running, he jumped right on top of him. The weight of Arbez made the other horse slow way down. Why are you slowing down, called the other horses. I don't know, I just feel tired for some reason, said the horse. All the horses looked at the horse that was carrying him, but didn't see Arbez. Arbez thought, hmm, I seem to have real weight too. He tried riding on all the horses. They would all slow down and talk about how tired they were, but still... None of them ever saw him, because he was imaginary. He thought to himself, if his hooves are real, his voice is real, and his weight is real, I wonder if my poo-poo is real. So he went over to one of the horses and dropped a big load of poo-poo on its hoof. Ah! said the other horse. Poo-poo just fell from the sky on my hoof. Arbez thought, my poo-poo was real, and I have a new fun game to play. He poo-pooed on all the horses' hooves, and they ran away, saying, Ah, run! Poo-poo is falling from the sky! So Arbez knew that his voice was real, his hooves were real, his weight was real, and even his poo-poo was real. But still, he was imaginary, and he really wanted to be real and to be seen. He thought, there must be someone somewhere that can make me real. He decided to run up over the mountain to the other side. He would travel to the ends of the earth if he needed. He had to find out how to become real. He walked throughout the day and night over the mountain to the other side. Until... He heard the sound of thundering hooves. It sounded just like his heard. He looked and saw a huge herd of horses running over the hill. To his surprise, these horses were not chestnut brown. They were black and white, just like him. He ran up to them and shouted, Hello! I can see you! I can see you! Can you see me? Of course we can see you! said one of the white and black horses. Yay, I'm so happy. I thought I was imaginary and not real. Why would you think that? When I'm on the other side of the mountain, with my herd of horses, I'm only imaginary. None of the other horses can see me, but all of you horses can see me. We aren't horses. We are zebras. And you aren't a horse either. You are a zebra too, Look at yourself. Oh! I'm a zebra? What's a zebra? We don't have zebras on the other side of the mountain. It's like a horse, but with black and white stripes, or sometimes white and black stripes. I'm going to tell my herd. I'll come back again sometime. Arbez ran and trotted and galloped over the mountain all night till he got to the other side and saw his herd. They were all standing in a circle and talking about the strange things that had been happening. First the river has attacked us. Then we started hearing voices. Who's heard voices? Me, me, I've heard voices. Has anyone ever felt tired all of a sudden? i felt tired all of a sudden. Yes, that happens all the time. And remember the day the poo fell from the sky. What's going on? As they carried on their counsel, Arbez called to them from outside of the circle. Hello, everyone. Can you hear me? The horses looked around for a brown horse who was making that sound. Arbez said, Can you feel this? He walked up to each of them and gave them a big kick in the back side. Boom, 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 boom. The horses looked around to see where the chestnut brown kicking horse was. Arbez said, Can you feel how heavy I am? He walked right across all the backs of the horses as they stood in the circle. The whole herd looked around and tried to see the horse that was walking on them, but it couldn't see them. Finally, Arbes went right in the middle of the circle and made a big, ginormous poo-poo. Can you see me now? They heard his voice and, maybe because they had never been in a circle before, looking at the same thing, a miracle happened. They saw him. They all said, Hey, a horse with black and white stripes. How cool! Yeah, look, a horse with black and white stripes. I see a horse with white and black stripes. I'm not a horse. I'm a zebra. What's a zebra? A zebra is an animal like me. We look kind of like a horse, but we're either black with white stripes or white with black stripes. I've never seen a zebra before, said the herd as they all stared at Arbez. In the meantime... The whole herd of zebras had been following Arbez to find out where he was, and they had just got to the edge of the circle of horses. One of the horses looked at the zebra and said, Hey, look! A black and white horse. That must be a zebra. Another horse said, I see one, too. There's another zebra. And there's another one. I see one. Hey, these zebras are everywhere. So Arbez learned that he was not a horse after all. He was a zebra. He was happy to be a zebra, and he would be happy to be a horse too, but most of all, he was glad that he was not imaginary. He was real. And so, all of them lined up in formation together, zebra and horse and ran from the mountains to the sea. All across the land you could hear the epic pounding of hooves. Well, here we are at the end of the story and the end of this episode of A Table of Fables. Thank you so much to Jemima and to Amira for supporting the show today. And a very special thanks to Eden for making the very important announcement that appeared at the beginning of the episode. If you would like to support the show... You can find out how on my website, jamesfunnyhat.com, if you would like to get in touch to send a message or to send a question. My email is james at jamesfunnyhat.com. So thank you very much for coming to A Table of Fables, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye!